Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, what is going on, guys? Happy Sunday. One day till Memorial Day. Welcome to the podcast. Don't forget, pay tribute to your veterans that are out there tomorrow for Memorial Day. Just remember, without them, you wouldn't have all the great things that you have today because there would be no freedom and there would be nothing that you enjoy so much day to day. So make sure you give that back a little bit. Anyway, podcast. Don't forget, subscribe, follow, be part of it. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, all the platforms. If you can, give us a write-up on iTunes, Spreaker comment, whatever. It really helps us out a lot. Sure would appreciate that. On to the podcast. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Today, I've noticed... Over, I don't, probably, the maybe the last couple of months that I've been getting a lot of feedback and semi-flack over dual sport, enduro, adventure bikes. Now, this is all the way across the board. We're going to talk. This is from YouTube to Facebook to all the platforms that are out there. You know, everybody just seems to know everything. And it's okay if that's what you want to believe. At the end of the day, just, just be 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 a person. Be some, somewhat <laughs> courteous. You know, um, the topic is adventure bike dual sport bike, enduro bike, and what is really the difference between those motorcycles? You know, a lot of people um, pretty much know for the most part, um, but, you know, for new riders and stuff like that, they hear those terms thrown around a lot and they're not 100% on what it is. So remember, knowledge is king and this will help whoever out. I don't know if it'll help anybody out, but it, it it may come in, you know, handy someday if you're out and about and you're in conversation and you're either a new rider or heck, man, you could be riding for 10 years and you still may never truly know the difference between what those motorcycles are. Well, there's three different categories in what we do as far as uh, the street slash dirt or off-road riding. We have the adventure bike option, which people will categorize that as a dual sport. We have the dual sport option, which is really the, the dual sport. Um, and then we have the enduro, which is, it depends. I mean, it that one's kind of a slippery slope because 
a we're going to get into it in a minute a real enduro is it's not a dual sport bike um really at all um, but an adventure bike is really not a dual sport bike either but you can put that in the classification as a dual sport bike in in all reality they're dual purpose motorcycles a bike that will do both worlds street and off-road well let's start with the adventure bikes okay <laughs> the adventure bikes are as far as i'm concerned you can categorize all these as dual sport bikes one way or another the adventure bikes are really not truly dual sport bikes but they are which is very weird and that kind of throws you off a little bit but the adventure bike are the larger motorcycles and they're made for adventure now they will do street and that's really what their main purpose is built around they're built around the road they're built around travel they're really adventure touring motorcycles and the first mindset from the manufacturer is not the dirt keep that in mind i don't care what anyone tells you it is built around the street and what it's built around is it's built around as much comfort as possible for highway use and once they establish that then they will bring in the off-road side which is the dirt which you know everybody wants the dual sport when they see the the adventure bikes they think of the long way round or the long way down and they think of Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman that's kind of where it got its claim to fame all those years ago on those big BMW bikes make no mistake Charlie Borman wanted KTM until KTM basically uh, shot down their their uh, deal which was fantastic for BMW because that's what really kind of put BMW on the map for adventure travel if nobody knows that, if you've never seen the movie, it's great. It's fantastic. You should see it. Everybody should at least watch it once. So they do, they build it around the road. And then once they get the road done, then they start focusing on the off-road stuff. That's why you'll see these bikes with usually no more than a 19-inch front wheel and a 17-inch rear wheel. And the reason they have that tire size is because that's really about is small as you can go and still make it off-road capable when you start getting down below that that means you go to a 17 front 17 rear now they do have bikes honda has what is that that cbx 500 it does a great job and you can turn that thing into an off-road machine and it's amazing and all that stuff but you start compromising your ground clearance with that and when you get off-road it can be kind of cumbersome so adventure bikes yeah, they are dual sport bikes because in all reality, they will go on the road. That's part of the classification. And they will go off-road. That's the other part of the classification. Dual purpose. So that's really kind of what it is. But they're not really a dual sport bike. They're called adventure bikes. So, you know, you get people to go, well, that's not that internet. Look, it is. It's a dual purpose bike. So let's just stop with the dual sport and let's just call them dual purpose bikes. And that is one. So what kind of bikes are the adventure bikes? I usually say anything more than 700cc is going to be an adventure bike. BMW 700, 
800, 850s, 1200, KTM, 790s, the newer one. That is going to be an adventure bike because it has a mid-range, the upper level. And I usually say anything over about 425 pounds, that's going to be an adventure bike because that weight keeps that bike more planted on the road. And when it's on the road with that weight, it doesn't take the the wind as bad. It doesn't blow you around by the um, the, the semi trucks and cars and all that type of stuff. You go get a two hundred and eighty pound motorcycle and get on the highway and go run and run next to a semi. Tell me how that works out for you. It's pretty freaky. If if you're not used to that, it can it can definitely give you a pucker factor. So, but that weight in ninety. 5% of the time, these bikes are going to be twin cylinder motorcycles. So the KTMs, like I said, the 790, uh, the 990, the 1090, 1190, 1290, Yamaha, really, the only one I know of is the Super Tenere. Um, they have the 700 that's coming out. That's going to be classified as one. Mm, Suzuki, the V-Strom, the 650. Um, I know uh, the 650, but it it is, it really kind of is classified as one of those adventure travel bikes. Uh, They are highly capable off-road. I owned one. I've taken it down some pretty crazy stuff. The 1000 Suzuki V-Strom. God, Honda. Uh, The Africa Twin. They just brought that back. Um, and then said like the 500s or something like that. I forget what it is. It's like a CBX 500. You can turn that into one. These are all twin cylinder bikes. Um, just remember, they're usually pretty heavy. So if you get them off road, they just make sure that <laughs> if you're loaded, um, it's going to be an adventure when you get off road. So adventure bikes, that's what adventure bikes, but dual purpose. Yes, they are dual purpose, dual sport bikes. Moving on. What is a dual sport bike? Well, 95% of all dual sport bikes, single cylinder, made for the road, believe it or not, and they're off-road capable, but they really emphasize the dirt look, okay? <laughs> so that's why they look like dirt bikes, and that's why they call them dual sport bikes. But what really separates them from the Enduros, which we're going to get into in a minute, is the intervals or the maintenance intervals such as valve checks oil changes all those things so but the dual purpose bikes are usually single cylinder five speed some are six speed most are carburetor driven but they're moving towards the fuel injected because they have to because of the epa what are the bikes well my classic bike that i've owned two of them and they're fantastic, and they do such a great job, and they just discontinued them, is the KLR 650. That is quintessentially probably the granddaddy of, of the dual sport bikes. It's been around forever. The military has used them forever. Matter of fact, they still use them. Um, the Suzuki DRZ 400, the XR 650, um, God, the CRF 250L, uh, the dr200 the xt250 god i mean it just goes on and on and on and on but what do these all have in common they all look like dirt bikes 
they're not dirt bikes. Okay. <laughs> they're not dirt bikes for what they are. And for what it is, most of them are all quirked up. They're not super, super fast. And not only that, they're heavy for what they are. The two fifties, you're like, Oh, I'm going to do 50 cause it's light. They are light for a dual sport bike, but they're heavy for a dirt bike. And any guy that rides dirt bikes will even tell you that. They'll say, these things are pigs. 320 pounds for a 250? Whatever, man. My 250 weighs 219 pounds. I get it. That's a dirt bike. That's the difference. So, what separates them? Usually is how they set them up. They're set up for the EPA. So, that means they have more stuff on them. They have catalytic converters they have cats in them they have um, a much larger oil capacity usually i say a dual sport motorcycle has at least between 1.5 and 2 liters i say between one and a half quarts to two quarts my wr250f just to let you know only held like literally a half a quart of oil but that's the difference my crf250l from honda Holds almost a quart and a half. So whenever I do my oil changes on my CRF250L, that's about 3,000 miles. If I want to, that's give or take because I use full synthetic racing oil. But my WR250F, it's done in hours. It's not done in miles. It's done in hours. And usually if you're good to your dirt bikes and they're high performance dirt bikes, you're only going to get about two really good weekends and then you're going to have to change the oil. So, you know, you're not really going to want to take that out on the highway. So to convert that into miles, in all reality, a WR250F, if you were to convert that to a street legal bike, you're going to be changing the oil like every three, 400 miles. That's not going to work. You can make it work. It just, it's not going to be very much fun. So, Usually the more oil, the longer the maintenance interval. So like my KTM is two quarts of oil. I can go almost 5,000 miles on an oil change. But it says Enduro. Is it an Enduro? Uh, Yes, no. How's that? Does that sum it up for everybody? So the dual sport bikes, they look like dirt bikes. They're not really dirt bikes, but they're dirt bikes with as much comfort on the highway as they possibly can, but still keep the dirt in mind. That's really what the dual sport is on that part. Enduros. I think Enduro is thrown around way, way too much. And it's being misclassified. Because a true Enduro, true Enduro, is not street legal. <laughs> it's, it's not street legal. It is a dirt bike. It's a dirt bike. It has a headlight, tail light, and it has a headlight. It doesn't have a brake light. It doesn't have any of those things. It's basically they're made for endurance racing off road. Now, what they've done over the years is they started bringing in these other bikes that are considered enduros, and they've added blinkers, a horn, and Christmas lights, as we like to call them. And they classify them as an enduro. Now, they're still a little heavy because they have to make the emissions pass. So, are they true enduros? Man, 
yes, no. I mean, it depends on who you are. But at the end of the day, if it's built and it's put on the street and it passes emissions, it's a dual purpose bike. I don't care what anyone says. It's a dual purpose bike. Is it truly a dual sport bike? I mean, you can make any bike what you want it to be. Usually in Dural bikes, their seats are like riding on two by fours. Guess what? Go get a seat concept. Now you got a comfortable bike. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you make it what you want it to be. So at the end of the day, that's what an Enduro is. An Enduro, true Enduro, is just a headlight and a taillight. That's it. When you hit the brake, the, the, the taillight, <laughs> it doesn't light up. It doesn't light up. A WR450F is really kind of an Enduro. So is, you know, the WR250F. Uh, what is it? The uh, CRF250, uh, whatever it is, they have one. I mean, God, there's, there's several of them that are out there. But, you know, let's just stop with all the, you know, I know more than everyone else and, and quit calling... You know, Enduro's dual sports and quit calling adventure bikes dual sports and and quit calling, um, you know, dual sports adventure bikes. And I mean, God, just stop. Just stop. It's so frustrating and irritating. And it just it just drives a me nuts. It drives a lot of people nuts. They're I can tell you what, let's just take it all out. You're right. None of them are dual sport bikes, except for the actual dual sport bikes. They're all dual purpose bikes. So. That's the difference between all of them. And just know that the uh, newer Enduros, they're the ones that are being classified as Enduros that are street legal. They're really they're high-performance dual sport bikes. That's it. They're high-performance dual sport bikes. In my opinion, you can sit there and word it any way you want to. Uh, but if it goes on the street and it's made for the dirt, it's a dual-purpose bike, period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care what you say. Uh, you can sit there and try to word it any way you want to. Uh, I don't care. You're wrong. So, but anyway, so the three bikes that are out there, they're all dual sport slash dual purpose motorcycles. And there's so many of them out there and they're all awesome. So you, you win with any of those bikes. I just don't think that you lose with any motorcycle that you want to get. That is a dual purpose capable motorcycle. So those are the difference if you don't 100% know. And it doesn't matter who you talk to. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> it doesn't. You're right. Whatever, however you want to classify it. So, But anyway, don't forget our podcast, Sundays and Thursdays, uh, videos, Tuesdays and Fridays. And don't forget youtube.com slash 690ADV, 690ADV at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Um, be part of it. Follow all of our podcasts from all the platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. Give us a write-up, some comments. Man, sure would appreciate it. It helps out a lot. Um, anyway, my name's Joe. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for listening. And I hope this sums up a little bit. And uh, that gives you a little bit of fuel if you get into some kind of debate with somebody about adventure bikes slash dual sport bikes slash enduro bikes. Appreciate your time. You guys have a great Memorial Day. Be safe. Support your troops. And thanks so much. You guys have a fantastic Sunday.
What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com.